0: A friend and I were both talking recently about how most movies nowadays all sort of blend together. They sort of have the same overarching arc, if you will, to the plot. There's not a lot of new ideas out in Hollywood. Uh, There was one particular element that we kind of focused on in our conversation, you know, that... In like every superhero or action movie, the the protagonist is captured or up against a very formidable foe and they end up being able to turn it around and win. Or maybe that romantic comedy, someone who's down on their luck and can't find love finds their soulmate. Or in sports movies, that team that has been perpetual losers, can't seem to get it all together, they are able to turn around and win. Or maybe biography movies, someone overcomes an obstacle in their lives, be it medical or personal, to be able to do great things. The commonality with all of these is a reversal of fortune. The circumstances are dire. They might be very, very bleak, but somehow the protagonist or the hero of the movie ends up overcoming it and reversing their fortunes. It seems like so many movies share that same common theme. Something good prevailing for someone when it seemed extremely unlikely. And the idea of a reversal of fortune is a central theme to our first reading today from the prophet Isaiah. This is a reading that was written in great duress. The people of Israel were going through great duress. There was a great threat of invasion by the Assyrians at that time. And this reading, this prophecy from Isaiah, seeks to give the people hope in the midst of their very difficult situation to dispel their fear and to tell them and assure them that God would come eventually and reverse their fortunes. The way that Isaiah tells this to the people, the way that he communicates it, he uses these very vivid images. He basically says God is going to come and allow the blind to see again. He's going to heal the mutant they will be able to speak He will come and cure the lame, and they will be able to walk. The deaf will be able to hear. And he even goes as far as to say that it will be as if springs are bursting forth in the desert. These are all very extremely dramatic images. And that's exactly why Isaiah uses them to show how dramatic it will be when God comes and reverses their fortunes. It will be as dramatic as in turning those situations completely on their head. That is what God will do for the people. A complete reversal of fortune for the Israelites. It will be, again, as if a spring is shooting up out of the desert, as unlikely as a complete reversal of fortunes as that would be. And it eventually comes true. The Assyrians will try to invade, but they will be repelled by the people of God. They will fight back and be saved, at least for the time being. They'll be unfaithful again later on in the Old Testament. Before the time being, they are saved. In that moment, God comes with vindication and their fortunes are reversed. And in that moment, yes, when they heard this passage, it was hopeful for the people of Israel that God would come and reverse their fortunes and free them and be with them. They would be vindicated for the suffering that they endured. God would come and make amends, if you will, for all that they had gone through. And in many ways, I think, each and every one of us as a church, maybe collectively, is in the same boat as those people in the Old Testament. We see scandal afflicting our church, scandal after scandal, and maybe those of us, the faithful, are kind of in that same duress as the people of Israel were back in those times. We are going through a great period of affliction as a people of God. And I dare say all of us would love for God to come and reverse our fortunes, to cleanse and sanctify our church that needs it so very badly. But I think this reading should give us hope this evening, brothers and sisters. And in fact, I think these last few weeks ironically have given me great hope for the first time in a while. Seeing many brother priests and zealous lay people speaking out so much and so loudly in our church that what was kept in darkness for so many decades can finally be brought to light. It's a difficult process, no doubt, but one that can only end with purging and cleansing our church of evil. And that can only be a good thing for us. That process of reversal of fortune, I truly believe, is beginning. Maybe another way we can look at it is it's sort of like driving in a car. It's an image I like to use a lot in the confessional where you you got your windshield in front of you and at, at night you can't tell if that windshield is dirty. You can't really tell if there's dirt or grime or little bugs all on it. The only time that you can tell that there is dirt there is if light is shining on it or if it's during the daytime. That's when we can see the dirt And finally, have an appetite to clean our windshield. And I think for too long in our church, we have not seen the filth and the dirt that has been gathering or at least accumulating over the many decades because we have been, if you will, in darkness. But now, finally, I truly believe that light is being shown on this. And so we now see the need to cleanse and clean up our church from corruption and evil. And there finally at least seems to be an appetite for this. And this, brothers and sisters, gives me great hope. Even though it probably will get worse before it gets better, I do, I firmly, I firmly have great hope that the fortunes of our church and us as a people of God are in the process of being reversed, we could say, just as God promised in our first reading today. And I hope and pray that it will be as beautiful and as dramatic as God healing that deaf man and that mute man in the gospel today, or springs of water bursting up in the desert. It will be that dramatic, that much of a U-turn for us. Because we know that our God is a God who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed, who sets captives free. We know that he will raise us up who are bowed down today in shame and reparation. So this week, brothers and sisters, let's be people of hope in the midst of great difficulty and affliction, to take these words of Isaiah to heart, to maybe read them sometime during the course of this week, to remind us that God will come. And let us today and every day praise our God, who reverses the fortunes of those in tribulation, heals those in pain, and comes with vindication for all.